Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. I am all by myself today. Andy is still under the weather, sadly. Get better, Andy. Uh, get you back in the studio so you can run the board instead of me. Um, it is uh, it is Wednesday, January 9th. Feeling a little bit more like winter around here in St. Louis. We have snow forecasted for this weekend, so that'll be It'll be exciting, I think. Uh, thanks to our underwriters, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of the Coffee Hour. You can find more about them at cuw.edu, or you can go to our website, kfuo.org, and look for them in the sponsor section. So this month in January, we're talking a lot about life issues, um, and something that comes up often is uh, fertility awareness and um, knowing maybe when, when you might want to be pregnant or when you might be trying to be pregnant. Um, and there's different ways to know that. There's different uh, ideas out there in the medical field. Uh, but today we're talking with uh, Marguerite Dwayne, Dr. Marguerite Dwayne from, uh, she's the executive director of FACTS, which is Fertility Appreciation Collaborative to Teach the Science. Welcome, Dr. Dwayne. Thanks for joining me on the Coffee Hour. Great. Thanks for having me this morning. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, about FACTS and what FACTS does? Sure. FACTS is an organization where a collaborative project under the umbrella of the Family Medicine Education Consortium. And our mission is to educate current and future healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, midwives, PAs, pharmacists, uh, students, about the science supporting modern natural or fertility awareness-based methods and how these methods can be used by couples uh, for family planning, whether their goal is to try to achieve pregnancy or prevent pregnancy without the use of hormones or devices, uh, as well as for women individually who simply want to learn more to monitor their cycles and or to address common reproductive health concerns in a more holistic way that really seeks to get at the root cause of, of the issue and treat the root cause. So uh, it's an organization I started back in 2010 with a fellow family physician, Dr. Bob Motley, in response to the fact that most, uh, the overwhelming majority of students never learn anything about these methods in their medical education or training program. Mm -hmm. How is um, this is a, this is a, something that that I also feel very strongly about, just from my own personal uh, personal health history, without divulging too much on the radio. Um, but how does uh, something like like um, these these fertility based uh, fertility awareness based methods, or I guess is it is could you also call it natural family planning? Is that kind of in the same? Yeah, the terms natural family planning and fertility awareness based methods can be used interchangeably. Uh, natural family planning really focuses on the family planning aspects and, of course, that these are natural methods mm -hmm. that do not require hormones or devices. At FACTS, we prefer to use the term fertility awareness-based methods because it highlights the broader application. Mm -hmm. These are not just for family planning. We shouldn't wait for people to be getting married to teach them about this. We mm -hmm. should really start when young girls are going through puberty to teach them about their, uh, their body and the way it's developing physically uh, to better understand what's happening with their cycle. Mm -hmm. But go ahead with your question. Yeah, so how does how does learning about these things um, play a part in, in the rest of the medical field with, with uh, holistic whole body wellness? Mm -hmm. So with fertility awareness-based methods, women learn to chart their cycle. Uh, many times we refer to it as the menstrual cycle, but that really highlights the period as the key event. When you're charting your cycle, though, using observable external 
biomarkers or signs mm-hmm. that reflect the internal hormonal changes that are happening in your body. So there are a number of different methods, ovulation-based methods, cervical mucus methods, simple thermal methods. And with each of these methods, women learn to chart specific signs that actually reflect the changing hormones throughout the course of her cycle. So the female chart can actually serve as the fifth vital sign. I can look at a woman's chart and see, hmm, you've got a very short cervical mucus phase. This is a person that potentially may have issues with with getting pregnant. You know, I may also see some some a shortened luteal phase or some some spotting before her period, and that might suggest this is a person that may be struggling with PMS symptoms, or she may face the increased risk of recurrent miscarriage. The beautiful thing about the female chart of a fertility using a fertility awareness based method is it does serve as a vital sign that reflects the intricate interplay, the beautiful orchestration of her hormones that occur each cycle. In the medical profession, though, we don't learn this. We learn, you know, what's the quote-unquote normal cycle length, what's the normal menstrual cycle length, but we don't really understand or learn about the importance of cervical fluid secretion and the role that they play. We don't really understand in depth what are the normal parameters of the cycle. Uh, Oftentimes, the way we're trained traditionally in medical schools or other health training programs is if a woman has anything wrong with her cycle, if she has irregular periods, if she has painful periods, Um, go ahead and put her on the pill because, quote-unquote, that will help to normalize her cycle. When you put a woman on the birth control pill, you're not actually replacing her normal hormones. You're giving her artificial hormones or, in fact, endocrine disruptors. What these these, uh, medications do is they suppress her normal hormones and cause her to have a withdrawal bleed every four weeks, but that's not actually a period. That's not necessarily a sign of health. And it doesn't get at the root cause. Why is she having irregular cycles? Why is she having painful periods? The birth control pill may temporarily suppress the symptoms, but it may not actually treat the root cause. And in fact, we believe to provide holistic care, you need to get at the root cause and address that and treat it in a holistic manner. Uh, if I can, I've got a great patient story. I, I saw a patient recently with severe PMS symptoms who had been started on birth control pills for quote-unquote Uh, her PMS symptoms, the birth control pill simply made her more depressed, and there's good evidence in the literature showing that. Um, And then she was put on um, antidepressants, and that helped somewhat, but she was still really struggling in the days leading up to her period. I was able to evaluate her, identify that she had decreased progesterone levels, supplement that, and she wrote, emailed me last week saying she's never felt better, She feels like a new person, and rather than exposing her to the harmful side effects of medications that she takes every day, I'm giving her what her body is lacking in the progesterone. So it's amazing, but medical professionals don't learn about that, and and I'd love to talk about upcoming conferences we're going to do to try and address that knowledge gap. Yes, please. Go ahead with the the conference information. Yeah, so Vax is hosting one-day continuing medical education conferences for all medical professionals and interested people in the community that want to learn more. Our first conference is on Saturday, February 23rd in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, again, this we're really trying to reach the broader medical community. So even if you're not a medical professional, you know, visit our website and print out some information to share with medical professionals that you may know and or if you're interested in attending, please do. We're going to have speakers talk about the female cycle as the fifth vital sign talk about how fertility awareness-based methods can aid women in the perimenopausal period, 
Uh, we have a speaker discussing fertility awareness-based methods uh, in, in their use in addressing polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is a common cause of irregular cycles. So these are going to be very um, stock full of really, really good medical information, and they are approved for continuing medical education credit. Our next conference will be in April on Friday, April 5th at Marion University in Indianapolis, Indiana. And again, we're going to have a variety of speakers talking on topics such as fertility awareness-based methods in addressing endometriosis, fertility awareness-based methods for the adolescent population. So we're also going to talk about fertility apps. There are so many apps on the market. Mm -hmm. Many of them, you know, are highly touted, but the majority of them are not based on solid evidence facts that are review, and we actually don't recommend most of the fertility awareness apps that are out there. So if you have a question whether or not your app might be right for you, visit our website, factsaboutfertility.org, and search apps, and there's information about that. You can also find information about our conferences on the website. Our third conference we're planning for the fall, that's going to be in Dallas in October, and the date uh, we're still finalizing. But visit our factsaboutfertility.org website, and under the Learn More tab, click on Conferences Events. Um, we encourage people to register early. Our early board registration deadline is coming up in just a couple weeks for the Cleveland Conference. And we really encourage people to help us spread the word because without medical professionals that are educated in these methods, patients are not going to be offered these as a really viable option to get at uh, addressing common reproductive women's health concerns and holistic or, or healthy natural ways to manage their family planning goals. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I want to go re- the research to the, the information on the apps. That's, that's really interesting. I know when you go to the, uh, I have Android, so Google Play Store, and you, you look for a, for a charting app, and there's, there's so many, and they seem to all do the same thing, but, but I guess they, they may not. Right, right. It's true. Many of the apps may have you input some of these uh, signs that you're observing, but then they don't actually use this information in helping to determine your fertile window. Hmm. At FACTS, we believe the best way to learn a fertility awareness-based method is from a trained instructor. Whether you want to learn Billings or the Simple Thermo Method or Creighton or Marquette, we encourage women to learn from trained instructors because the effectiveness of these methods have been shown in women or couples that learn how to use them from trained instructors, not necessarily from an app, certainly not from a book or a website. So at FACTS, we have links to the various teaching organizations but one of our goals this year, if we can raise the funds, uh, we'd like to develop a database of teachers of all of the various methods, as well as a database of medical professionals that actually offer and integrate these methods into practice. Um, we are a small, a very small nonprofit, um, part of the Family Medicine Education Consortium, so we can accept charitable donations. But our biggest challenge is raising the funds to accomplish all of the goals that we have. And we encourage people, if you do want to support our efforts, even if you can't come to our conference to consider making a donation, to sponsor a medical student to come to our conference. That would be a wonderful way to help ensure that this information is out there. You know, there's opportunities for $100 to sponsor a student to attend the conference um, or to otherwise make a donation via the FACTS website to help support our work so we can make sure women, men, medical professionals all have the opportunity to learn more about the science supporting fertility awareness-based methods in their applications in women's health care. Absolutely. Dr. Marguerite Duane, Executive Director of FACTS, thanks so much for joining me today on The Coffee Hour. Great, thank you. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Sarah Golseth. We have more coming up.